Hi, editing Barry. Barry, who's that? Well, how's, mon- how's your Monday go? <laughs> future Perry. <clears throat> future Perry. What's it like in the future? Mm. Are there flying cars yet? Look so out for that falling snow. piano. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Am I going to die before I get this episode out? <laughs> Heed my warnings. <laughs> future Perry. Past Perry has some information for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Smart Bourbon Podcast. I'm Perry, and your host, and I am so happy that you are here with us for another week, and I'm also so happy to have it's Bourbon Night on the show, Chad and Sarah. Hello. What up? I don't think think you guys have been on since your most recent life development. That's true. Um... So we have to say a big congratulations to to you guys on your on your pending nuptials. Thank you. Thank you. Which is I don't really like the word nuptials, but nuptials. I said, yeah, but you guys Feels are appropriate. Engaged. It does. We I are. have declared I my I'll, intentions. <laughs> I guess I'll keep them. Yeah, that's, that's a true. good thing. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. You know, it's been a while actually since we've been on. Yeah, it, together well, at the very happy, least. Uh, twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah, first twenty nineteen podcast. New year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh, we are going to kick off the show, of course, as we normally do with Flying Blind, where I blind our guests with something, and they don't know what this is. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. It's a mystery. I think you've had it before, though, so. Well, that's highly likely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chances are. Um, as we're kind of getting uh, nosing notes on this as well, I have a couple things to talk about up top. First off is the biggest news of all. I don't know about of all, but... Ever. <laughs> Tickets are officially on sale for our the very first live recording of This Is My Bourbon Podcast. Uh, the link can be found in the description below for the show. Uh, it is going to be April 6th in Louisville at the Silver Dollar. Sarah is going to be on the panel for that. Yeah, and the- so you need to get your tickets so you can come see me. Yes. and But don't be a creeper. No, <laughs> like please only come if you can guarantee that you will not. If be you're a the guy who's hanging out in the corner, I will need a background staring, check yeah. done first. But <laughs> that's all. <laughs> uh, April sixth, Silver Dollar in Louisville. Sarah's going to be a part of the panel, and the reason that she is going to be a part of the panel is because this is going to be all about the women of bourbon. And I am incredibly excited to uh, not just have Sarah, but Peggy No Stevens as well uh, is going to be sitting. Who on is the, awesome? She's fantastic. Andrea Wilson from Michter's is going to be there. And then I'm kind of working on maybe a fourth as Ooh. well. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to jinx myself too soon. It'll be me in a wig. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> Unshaved. Hello. <laughs> I'll just, just go straight on Mrs. Doubtfire for Oh, I'm for sorry, this. dears. <laughs> right away, dear. I'll just do that all. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's happening. Uh, live streams are still continuing, of course. New night, uh, it, uh, though. So they're on Thursday nights now instead of Tuesday nights. Over on YouTube, youtube.com slash the Smart Bourbon Podcast. So come hang out with me. It's always a fun time. We're constantly trying to, you know, get more people in there. I would like to just start doing super chats eventually, but, you know, we're at like 130 subscribers right now. Yeah, so. you have to reach a certain <laughs> level, like a don't thousand. you? Okay. Yeah. 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 Anyway, yeah, you'll get there. Yeah. Let's drink some bourbon, though. All right. Let's do that. What do you guys think about the nose on this flying blind sample? It reminds me of like when someone describes salty and sweet. 
<laughs> like, I know that's weird, but that's kind of what it reminds yeah. me of. Like, the saltiness of a peanut, but also, like, sweet. So, like, a, sal- a chocolate-covered peanut I was I was thinking kind of like a salted, like salted caramel. Yeah. Mm. I get, like, the sweetness of the caramel, but that also, mm-hmm. you know, the saltiness right. of salt. Yeah, it smells lower proof, maybe? I was, yeah. I am definitely the only one who laughed at my joke. I didn't hear what you did. What was I your said, joke? Sorry. it's the sweetness of caramel, but, you know, the saltiness of... Salt. <laughs> <laughs> See, now he's just faking it, you guys. Good one. <laughs> that, that was a courtesy laugh. And that's true. what a courtesy laugh sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, no, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> you can start Seth doing Rogen. Seth Rogen laugh again. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a, a decently pleasant nose, but it does seem like there are other places for it to actually go. True. It's a little flat. On the nose. And the flavor is just kind of as much. Like, you can definitely tell. It kind of tastes like you added some water to your bourbon. Yes. It tastes like a stronger bourbon that has had ice added to it and has been sitting there for a while. Which is one of my least favorite flavors Mm. in (laughs) bourbon. It's decently passable. I believe so, too. Yeah. I think my my, um, least favorite flavor is... Watered down chilled bourbon, mm-hmm. like yes, ice that exactly. is melted. Exactly. Like this being room temperature, I think it. it yes, Chad. Exactly what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? It's exactly what I said. <laughs> but you're right. What a great and the mayor's problem started early. <laughs> I've already started not listening. Yes, it's true. He's been tuning me out for ages. Say what? <laughs> Anyways, we agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, it's um. It had a nice little, nice little kick of something there in the middle. That there is something kind of a little, to be said uh, about it. Little saving I, grace of it. I think that, uh, like I said, it's just it's a good solid middle, not middle, you know, starter. It's yeah. It seems like it would be it's a fine. fairly good utility bourbon. Utility is a great word. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maria, I think wants some of it too. Cocktail it's, uh, sipping. Yeah, cocktail maybe. I she prefer did. a little higher proof maybe for a cocktail to Agreed. cut through. But but if you um, okay, I'm sorry, not cocktails. Mixer mixing mixer. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Which yes. is different than a cocktail. <laughs> if you make mix bourbon and coke, then you did not make a cocktail. <laughs> I am sorry to inform nope. you. You mixed one ingredient with your bourbon. <laughs> you made cocktail a mixed needs drink, to be not a maybe cocktail. Maybe some ice. Three. Yes, I believe is the. Well, this is uh, what. A lot of us kind of used as utility bourbons in our as in our early drinking days. One hundred percent. Yes, it's Evan Williams ah, Black Label. Well, there you go. Oh, this I was saying the, like this is something I would have used. That is actually what right, I did right, right. use. Right, right, right. Yeah. I, so it has been revealed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's Evan Williams Black Label, and it's aggressively fine. Mm-hmm. I would say <laughs> it is. It is so good at being accurate. mediocre. <laughs> yes. Yes. But so the the topic for this show is going to be overlooked bourbons. Uh, so what are some things that we that was quite the leap, Marie, that mm-hmm. we may pass up at the at the store mm-hmm. from time to time? Yeah, and I think that this is for me kind of up there with Jim Beam in in that kind of the echelon of yeah the the white label sure um, of overlooked or, or passing over bourbons yeah because there's so many other things out there that I would rather. I kind of feel like the this category, uh, the topic of your podcast here, has shrunk within the past year, if not 
couple years because you know I would have put just looking here and at your beautiful cabinet. Oh, thank you. Uh, looking at Heaven Hill six year mm-hmm. Bald and Bond, um, that would have been on this table. I feel like two yeah, years ago, absolutely, uh, even a year ago. Buffalo Trace probably as well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but definitely. McKenna 10. McKenna 10. Yeah, a year ago, there would have been a lot more on this table. So I feel like this category has shrunk. And is it going to go away completely one day? Probably not, unless things New keep things will fill winning awards or getting discontinued. Well, I feel like that's a catalyst of a lot of them. You know? I think we need to put the caveat on that as well, that they're overlooked because we are at a point in our drinking career, for lack of a better <laughs> phrase. <laughs> Have you checked my stats on my you're, card uh, yet? You're, uh, you're, you're drinking tenure. <laughs> yes, there we go. Um, I'm going to get tenure next year. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can abuse your power. That means no one can fire me from <laughs> drinking bourbon. <laughs> but we, we're at a point where we, we basically know what we like, and what we like tends to be higher proof or slightly more expensive than something like Jim Beam White Label or Evan Williams Black Label. Yeah. Um, so kitty cat. Kitty cat wants bourbon, too. Yeah, yeah, okay. Chad's like, are you going to claw my face off? Are you going to be sweet? You'll never know because it's a cat. You are extending your claws. What does that mean? She's sweet. (laughs) Um, Well, anyway, before we really get into it, I have to ask you guys, what have you been drinking recently? Oh, man. um, Booker's 30th? (laughs) I had some Booker's 30th and some Elijah Craig C918 last night. Because you were mad at me. As I was listening to (laughs) Perry... Curtis and Swan uh, talk about best bourbons of 2018 and going, fools, <laughs> fools, what fools they be. Nah, <laughs> it was no, nah, it was a good, it was a good, uh, good list. Um, in fact, one year I think your number seven was actually my number seven too, which was the uh, uh, Bellmead Castering. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I said it on the show, but I just. Freaking love that. Yeah. Me too, and it's such I, a surprise. Did not ex- mm-hmm. it was did not expect that one to come around. You yeah, know? so that's what we've been drinking. We, I, we, we've been drinking a lot of our contenders. You know, it took it's, us several oh, yeah. months, but oh, yeah. twenty one bourbons to to narrow down to a top six, to a top ten, to a top four, to a one. Yeah, um, and then past that, we've kind of. We haven't been doing dry week because we can't really do that because you know we do a show, <laughs> right. but we've. We have slowed down. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. You know? Well, you know, New Year, we New Year, New Us, right? Five, six days. Uh, someone in, has in to sit a, fit in a wedding dress. So <laughs> one of us, and that's Chad. Um, yeah. Oh, you're it's, gonna look gorgeous. It's, you it's, will it's be me. gorgeous. It's I'm me. so excited. For um, that. Yeah, but yeah. So we've definitely been trying to take it a little easier. Although sure. we've still been keeping our content rolling. So yeah, we did film an uncorking. Uh, today, so we have had cream of Kentucky, but we shan't say anything, Perry, because the episode's not out. Sorry, I know you've had it. You've had a pour of it. I have had a pour of it, mm-hmm. but we shall say no more. Well, I will. I'll <laughs> give my thoughts on it because I I had it at Liquor Barn. Mm-hmm. I think probably the same day that it came out. Yeah, and you know they had it behind the tasting bar, mm-hmm. and this is it. Kind of a tangent, but. This is where you see some of these waiting in line deals fall apart. Because I walked into Liquor Barn and there were still at least at least a dozen bottles hmm. sitting on the counter there. Yeah. I mean I don't um, think it got a whole lot of hype. Oh, I don't think so either. Yeah. Um, but I was 
really unimpressed by it, quite honestly. There you go. Stay Not tuned. allowed to say anything. So. Stay tuned to our uh, to our uh, to our episode. I remain neutral. You, Switzerland. You just tell. Now. You just tell me later. Yeah, I we'll will. Just tell you. <laughs> we'll just tell you off air. Oh, let's see. Um, well, I'll tell you what I've been drinking, and it has a little bit of a story to it, but not too long. Uh, a few months ago, we reviewed the Bower Hill single barrel on the show, mm-hmm. my dad and I, and unfortunately, we did not give it a very good review, <clears throat> to which Bower Hill reacted a little poorly, unfortunately, and we went back and forth a little bit, and... They said, you know, we'll, they basically said, we'll try to make this right. And so what they said was they were going to send me some of what they were producing in hopes that, you know, I I would have a better experience with it. And I thought that they were just going to send me samples. No, they sent me full 750s of their vertical. That's a class act. It's absolutely fantastic. And I just want to say thank you to them so much for for sending that. That's super, super cool of you guys. Um, The barrel strength, I thought, was really good Mm -hmm. as well. That was definitely my favorite out of the four. Yeah. Love love to try some. Uh, Yeah, maybe after the show. Maybe on the show. Maybe on the show. Well, it's not exactly the topic. It's uh, not the topic. But maybe we can sneak something. We'll see. See how far we get. Yeah, that's uh, that's been about it. Uh, other than like standards of you know just Target one on one sitting around, mm-hmm. there's not really been anything too mm-hmm. phenomenal recently. I'm hoping to change that as 2019 rolls along. Absolutely. But anyway, uh, let's pour something else as we get into our uh, our topic, which as we said before is overlooked bourbons. I have a few offerings on the table. Uh, Eagle Rare, which I think has been kind of passed up, but also I am up to you know that can be left up for debate. We don't have to put that one in. There. I think it would depend on the state you live in. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I I still look at Eagle Rare as kind of one of those overlooked ones. Now I don't know why. Maybe it's just because mentally I haven't overcome the fact that people do really go crazy over it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I, at the very least, like if it's on the shelf, it's not one that I really kind of gravitate towards. Too but often. but a lot of stores when they have it, they have it limit one. If they have it, yeah, it's been running out a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a rumor that they're going to start doing barrel picks of it again. That would be awesome. That would yeah. be very cool. Yeah, they should <laughs> because <laughs> we've had uh, agreed. Yeah, a lot of um, Eagle Rare barrel picks, and they've all been better than the standard. <laughs> yeah, we liked that. It was fun. Uh, and then just. Standard Turkey 101, mm-hmm. because people Which, still totally overlook that. Oh, definitely. We talk about that a lot. Yeah. 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 We had someone comment recently on, um, I think, our cocktail episode, where we used 101 in the cocktail. Didn't and they say, like, like, your mistake was using Yeah. Well, your mistake oh. was you used Turkey 101, because it's trash. <gasps> and I was like, you, sir, do not have the privilege of commenting anymore. <laughs> I think a little part of me just died. Privileges revoked. <laughs> I think that's all just perception. Yeah. If you blind someone Absolutely. with Turkey 101, I don't think anyone would say it's trash. No. Absolutely. I mean, I've, I... I kind of wonder if we'd never started the show almost three years ago if I would still have it in my mind that I don't like Turkey 101 because right. I'd had it years before that and didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, Which would be sad because I love it now. Sad. Also, Old Granddad Bottle and Bond mm-hmm. um, which I always remember loving and think is fantastic but you know, I bought a bottle just because I 
this was one that I typically overlook, you know, for for the show. Um, and then uh, Fighting Cock, Fighting Cock from yeah. Heaven Hill, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it it this one in particular is really funny to me, and we'll talk about it more as we get into it. But it has all of those things that we kind of look for in some of our daily drinkers. Mm-hmm. Higher proof, pretty cheap. You know, why why doesn't it make the cut for us? Why do we kind of overlook it? But where do you sure. guys want to start? Oh, let's let's do the proof step up. So I guess that would be Eagle Rare. Are you doing Eagle Rare? You don't have to. Um, do old granddad. Let's do OGD. Okay. Let's do Yeah. It. And then if if you know, we could always slide back down to Eagle Rare if need be. If we need to. I only say slide, slide down. Slide back of down as in Proof. proof. I don't mean like <laughs> slumming or anything. It's uh, it's an excellent whiskey. How do you open? <laughs> this is how in- inexperienced I am with. We'll pause for station fashion. identification while Perry. Oh, there you go. That's how my dad takes the wine mm. paper off. Mm-hmm. So anyway, fresh pop of. Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> Take two. Take three. Chad, do you want to give it a shot? I can't get the cork out of the old granddad, so. Oh, that was high quality audio right there as well. Um, so, old granddad, Jim Beam product, named after um, old, old Basil. Is it named after old granddad? Old granddad himself, Basil Hayden. Named after, oh, you're pouring. Here, I'll just, I'll just pour it oh, and okay. pass it around because that's probably easier than. No, no. A peri pour? That wasn't really much of a peri pour. A little, little bit of a peri pour. All right. Edging towards Perry Pour. All right. Here, Sarah has solved it by taking a Perry Pour <laughs> and splitting it amongst two Glencairns. <laughs> to be a normal pour. Look at that normal pour. Well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we just like it. to give you hell, Perry. Oh, I know. Well, we're trying to get hashtag Perry Pour trending on Instagram as well, <laughs> which is. Might I remind you that it was I who coined the term Perry Pour? Twas. Oh, it was you? Yes, twas. I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we might have to go back and check the records. I think let's let's go back to the footage. We got right. hours of tapes to go through. It might, so. it might have been. Sarah? It might have been me, but I'll let you. What's yours is mine. Uh, Aww. So it's ours then, I guess. Yes. Ooh, we coined the Perry Four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that solves it. Ooh, now now talk about a difference in nose. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Of course, we just jumped up twenty points. Improve. I get. Is Evan Williams 80 proof? I thought it was 86. Uh, Black label, right? Yeah. Pretty sure it's 80. Huh. I get blackberries and brown sugar. Is that weird? Sorry. You're right. Not a lot. Okay. Just a little. And just like a sprinkle of cinnamon, a dusting, if you will. (laughs) I do notice that. that fruitiness a little bit more than I I have in the past, for sure. Yeah, I think it's a little blackberry esque. Yeah. I get the. Oddest nose on this. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Say it, Chad. <clears throat> it's like <laughs> smelling a brown paper bag that held fast food. <laughs> I get the brown paper bag aspect of it. I you can don't know maybe see the brown paper yeah. bag, but I don't see the fast food. Like, I don't no, get it, those it, savory, It held salty. a burger. It held a burger. Don't say burger. <laughs> Now, if you just smell the brown paper bag, you're not going to get it. It held a burger. Well, I will say that it does totally eliminate that 
part of the nose off. By the way, I am holding up a brown paper bag. He literally just <laughs> huffed a brown paper bag. He is hyperventilating into a brown paper bag. I don't take pressure. I think he well. might be huffing. <laughs> yeah, there's a can of paint. I'm in worried here. about him. <laughs> Where did we go wrong? I don't know. These millennials. I'm sorry. Your I'm, son. Such, I'm sorry. I'm such a disappointment. I, don't know. I get some condiments uh, on the nose along with that. Mustard? Uh, ketchup? No. ketchup? I get ketchup and ketchup mayo. And mayo. Ketchup That's why I'm saying burger in a brown paper bag. Get on like board, When you people. mix ketchup and mayo together, which is delicious, by the way, you should it try is. it. Um, That's the only way I eat burgers anymore. I'm yeah. d- like Maybe a- even some American cheese that has been melted. Like, I'm distinctively getting... Are you hungry? You know what else is on there? <laughs> Pickles. Yeah. <laughs> No, I agree. You, he agrees. He hates pickles. I do. I am getting. Okay, now that you've driven me in this direction, I'm. I see it. Barry got tired. Now he's tasting it. Well, I just wanted to kind of <laughs> see if but he gets I a burger. But I honestly get everything but the meat. Yeah, everything but the meat and the bun. I get the meat on the palate. <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the char. Yes. The char of a grill. Uh huh. So now what I'm curious about is, is this, Will the, this, pair well is with this the bourbon the perfect... that goes with the burger? The perfect bourbon. 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 Bourbon to bourbon. It sounded like the Swedish the chef. The perfect she's, bourbon uh, to pair with your burger. She's wearing a burgundy jacket. Bourbon. She's Ron Burgundy. Burgundy. Who put a question mark on the teleprompter? <laughs> <laughs> Milk was a bad choice. I... <laughs> <laughs> I just love how you laugh at all my jokes. You're the best <laughs> audience. I have to say, I kind of feel like I got a bad bottle. Because this does not taste anything like what I remember old granddad bottling a bond tasting or smelling like. It's interesting. Now, I, well, we've got a bottle still from our uh, 1525. So it's going on three years old. Wolf. Well, it hasn't. There's not much. This is that far off. There's not much out of it, so it's oh, oh, okay, still fine. If you want to compare, sometime, Sarah, you said it's not that far off. I don't think so. From the last time I had it, from what I remember, yeah. I I guess it's been a while. I do want a burger though. Chad's just hungry because I made him eat a salad for lunch. (laughs) I had a salad for lunch too. It's okay. So we're all hungry. (laughs) (laughs) I had two salads yesterday, and then I. Now it's just for lunch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, I had, I had a couple drinks, and then I realized that I was still really hungry, mm. and so I went, I ruined everything by um, ordering White Castle on DoorDash. <gasps> <laughs> so this is like the part of the podcast that happens before we start hitting record when we're testing sound levels. Like, tell me what you had for lunch. <laughs> yeah. That's how you get someone's sound levels. Exactly. Talk to me about what you had for breakfast. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. As I can't, interesting as that is, I haven't had OGD BIB in uh, in a minute to kind of know, but I think it, from what I can remember, is in the ballpark. You know, um, I don't know. I almost brought out for some reason as I was looking through the cabinet. You know, what what should I take out as well? And I almost got Knob Creek Small Batch out mm. because I don't know the last time. That I intentionally bought a bottle of Knob Creek Small Batch. Right. It's probably and before the age statement went away. <laughs> actually, I have an age stated one. Yeah, right there. Unopened. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, 
Now um, I just keep smelling a McDonald's burger with yeah, like the no. chopped up onions and the pickle. I'm and telling the, you. Yeah. Wow. Sometimes Weird. I get on. Or or is on. it the power of suggestion? <laughs> but it's actually pretty accurate now that I go back to it. I'm like, you know, I do get that. But I also still get a little bit of blackberry. But more so the burger now, which is weird. Yeah, I think we were just in different mindsets when we started smelling this. I, based on this experience, I don't know if I would necessarily go back to this one anytime soon. I mean, yeah, there's just... Or buy another bottle. Too many other things. Mm Mm-hmm. But I would agree that it is overlooked. I think the OGD 114 gets all the praise. Um, Oh, yeah, absolutely. And this one is... I don't know. I think there are some devote people to it. Yeah. When you're talking about bottled and bonds, they bring up old granddad mm-hmm. a lot. But it's it's not a replacement for heaven hell BIB. No. Nope. Not for mm-hmm. me. Pour one out. Pour one out for one's homies. No, I'm sad. Yeah. Anyway, let's move. <laughs> so I think we kind of need to talk about too why we overlook some things. Um Well, I think there's sorry, go ahead. Well, because you know, there there are so many options out there that fall under our categories of what's a really good everyday drinker what's you know something that i can bring to somebody and go hey this is you know you you may not have had this before Mm -hmm. um or have and you know didn't realize that it's that good like turkey 101 totally yeah i think um i think it all depends on your uh you want some ice in that He's sorry. He's cleaning out his glass from his water bottle, and some ice came into his Glencairn. So now he has an icy Glencairn. Uh, nice chilled Glencairn. <laughs> Ooh, chilled could you chill Glencairn. my Glencairn before Please? you pour my yes. bourbon? Oh, nice. Uh, I think it all has to do with your frequency as a bourbon drinker, uh, your your level. Like your casual bourbon drinker will pick a few things. They'll find something that they like, and then be like, "All right, cool. So this is what I like. I like Woodford Reserve." <laughs> I mean, I think that's more classically what people uh kind of just that, stick with it for like 10 yeah, years yeah that's what they branch out to you know loosening the purse strings like all right i'm gonna spend 30 dollars on a bourbon hey what for reserve it's good you know what you get what you pay for it's worth it i'm gonna stick with this but i think you're more than casual bourbon drinker isn't gonna just stick with that they're gonna try your Knob Creek single barrel. They're gonna try your Baker's. Right. They're gonna try your, you know, something more obscure like Johnny Drum or uh, Russell's Reserve single barrel or mm-hmm. you know what whatever it is. Um, so what what I had completely haven't answered your question though. What makes us <laughs> overlook things? Yeah. Well, Sarah, <laughs> I think <clears throat> there's the a tongue? thing, and I can't remember the word for it, but it's like the the psychology of having too many options makes it. Option paralysis. Yeah, so like it becomes very Is that hard really a thing? to choose. Yeah. You, when you have too many things to choose from, it becomes very difficult to choose because you're overwhelmed by the choices. And I think that we're at a point in bourbon where there are so many choices, and when you're coming into something especially, even if you're familiar with it, you, will, you can only know so much at one time, and there's so many new things, and things are changing. Age statements are going away. You know, labels are changing, whatever. Yeah. That it's hard for you to keep everything in mind all at once and feel like you're making an educated decision when you have so much to choose from. Absolutely. So I definitely think that's something. Um, I think that what makes things get overlooked is um, perception, specifically marketing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, label design is a huge thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Like 
just what makes what grabs people's eyes, what makes them think this will be good, this is worth the money, or it's not. Um, yeah. And then, like, also marketing as far as what you're familiar with, what's been in your peripheral almost. Like, you see a Maker's Mark billboard in pretty much every town ever. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. There's Maker's Mark everywhere. Yeah. So everyone's familiar with that. No one's familiar with, like you said, Johnny Drum. Right. Unless you know much about it, it's not on every shelf. It's not something that you see every day. So it's more of a question mark as far as, is this worth it? I haven't heard any good word of mouth about it. I haven't seen any advertisement for it. Where did it come from and why should I trust it? Yeah, like we see people walking um, into the aisle of, you know, Liquor Barn here, here in town or Total Wine or whatever, where you have two full aisles of bourbon. And we see that glazed over look on people's eyes. Mm-hmm. And instead of taking a risk and blowing 25 to $50, why not just go to that old standby, whatever it may be? Agreed, because it is a risk. I mean, that's your money, and yeah. you're, you're giving it away for something yeah. you don't and know. And that's why there's... Podcasts and YouTube channels. Yes. So we can tell you. Let us guide you. <laughs> I, I think we bring up an interesting point, too, about something as specific as, say, Johnny Drum. Because Johnny Drum used to be age-stated. Mm-hmm. 15 um, years. It used to be 15, yeah. And I, you know, I, I don't know the necessarily, like, the analytics behind it or anything, but I have a feeling that if you were to look at, you know, their sales numbers post the age statement being taken away, it would probably have gone down. Um, and I just, I, I have this feeling, too, that, like, it was not being talked about as much or, you know, the people who really did like it, you know, didn't like it as much. I mean, you know, there were so many people who cried over Elijah Craig losing its age mm-hmm. statement. <laughs> yes. And they moved on to other things. But yeah. arguably, you know, the current Elijah Craig small batch is just as good as the age stated yep. used to be. Well, yeah, that's that's a really good point. I'd love to see if there were, if those analytics did exist because I've never had an age stated Johnny Drum. You know, when I, I either, when, yeah. when I came into to uh, to drinking, it had already gone away. But mm-hmm. you know, they may have lost that age stated Johnny Drum drinker, but they gained a new one when I started getting more into bourbon and I picked up Johnny Drum and, it, and I haven't owned a new bottle in maybe close to two years because I kind of stocked up at the time. It was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And what we've kind of, Sarah and I anyway, have noticed is a potential, and this is just hearsay because we haven't tested this, but a potential slide in that's made by uh, Willet, potential slide in quality of Willet products because we had an amazing Noah's Change Mill. in quality. Okay. Some people really love that flavor profile. Yeah. yeah. A change in quality because we had that amazing Noah's Mill and we kind of made that bottle last. And then we got another bottle and we're like, mm, it's you know, not quite as good. And then we got another one and we're like, this bottle we just don't enjoy. <laughs> yeah. And actually, speaking of, we bought a bottle of it today. Just to see. Just to see. Interesting. For investigating. Yeah. I don't for think science. you can yeah, attribute the Johnny Drum price. Like, if so, say they're total sales dropped because they dropped the age statement. I don't think you can attribute it to that, though, mm-hmm. because when that age statement dropped, it was because they were having to keep up with the demand. Exactly. And as the demand grew, the more options grew. So they were taking right. a smaller piece of the... Right. Oh, the pie got bigger, mm-hmm. right? So they're taking a smaller piece of that pie because there's so many yeah. other options. So Yeah, I mean, that's I why just, Knob Creek 
Drop right? theirs. They dropped Saban. theirs to keep up. Now, did people stop drinking Knob Creek? I don't think so. I don't think so. But it's also well, well, more well known. So, right. I don't know. It would be tough to say like what happened and what that led to. But I'm sure there's some sort of person studying. Yeah, uh, I hope so. That like trend. And and to that point too, I don't feel like after Knob Creek got rid of their age statement after age, Jim Beam, rather, excuse me, after that age age statement was taken off. I don't feel like the the quality of the product dipped. No. I mean, I thought it stayed pretty consistent. Well, they said they had two options. Stick with the age statement and raise the price. Right, price. Right. Or start mixing in some stuff younger than nine years into the mix, because it is, you know, a blend of different years. Mm-hmm. And it is a small batch. It is a small batch. And yeah. then keep up with uh with demand. And I think they made the right decision. Mm. And I mean, you if you really do want a at an age stated Knob Creek. Get a single barrel. Get a single barrel <laughs> for a little bit more money, but yeah. you know, not not by much. Yeah. But get a get a pick. Yeah, exactly. And you know, the picks that have been coming out of Knob Creek recently too have been mm. amazing. Yeah. They've been so good. Yeah. But you know, every time we start getting on the age topic, especially with the uh big red twelve on the Elijah Craig going away, always thinking about what uh Denny Potter said when he was still master distiller, like when they were still doing Elijah Craig barrel picks or sorry, yeah, barrel picks. Um he said, I forget what he what did he say, Sarah? Like eight out of ten times when people would pick they a barrel pick. And, and they did it blind without knowing the age, they would pick something younger than twelve years. Yeah. So it's like are you are you really upset about that, or is it more a perception thing? I think it's perception. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and I mean, you know, that kind of leads into you turning turning your your gaze towards other things, right? And you know, not wanting to. I mean, it it goes back to what I was saying. You know, Elijah Craig drinkers moved on to to other things. Johnny Drum drinkers moved on to other things as well. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. but what's this in actually, what's in this glass? This actually used to have an age statement as well. It's <laughs> crazy. A long time ago. It is. Um but Turkey 101. Yeah. Tried and true. <sighs> Our beloved. <laughs> like when you're talking about something that's readily available, mm. that's a great quality, decent proof and a great price, like Yeah. This is going to be my pick. I mean, you you can go to Total Wine and get it for $17. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I also do love Evan Williams 1783, but this has got to beat on proof. Yeah, right. Exactly. So versus 101. It's it's you know it's just tough. Yeah, and I actually kind of like, and it's maybe a little a little hipstery to say so, but I kind of like how a lot of people, not a lot of people, some people hate on it because it is Wild Turkey 101. I feel the same way. How it used to be a Roughnecks, uh, you know, bourbon. <laughs> like you're gonna be in a, a Roughneck. Yeah, Roughneck. You're gonna be. <laughs> I'm gonna in start a... calling you that. <laughs> Chad, quit being a Roughneck. Uh, you're just being a Roughneck. <laughs> How, you know, uh, you would only order it at a biker bar or something. Or if you ordered it, don't mess with that guy. He's drinking 101 neat. <laughs> I hope I order it one day and someone looks at the person next to him and says, don't mess with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I have had some. Especially if I if the person's like, excuse me, I'll have a wild turkey 101 neat, please. I'm like, oh, don't <laughs> mess with. That's me ordering at a bar. Don't mess with that guy. Um, hi. Wow. Thanks so much for having me. Can I have a wild turkey 101 neat? And the old man next to me is like, darling, do you know what? that is and i'm like yes sir thank you sure you don't want to put a big cube of ice in that uh, you don't want to mix that in a cocktail you don't want to chase her you know what make it a double <laughs> make it a double screw this guy <laughs>
<laughs> and one for my new friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I should do next time. You know what? I'll take that and one for him. Just pick the highest proof thing there. Be like, Get what, old me? man? You don't have any hair on your balls? Come on. Just, you know, Oof. just start talking like that. <laughs> Can you say that on Perry's podcast? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, sure. We're all 21 here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hope so. If you're not 21, kids, I'm forever 21 because that's only where I shop. That's not true. That's not true at all. But no, this is just a classic, classic nose. I think so too. And, you know, we always talk about how it seems like the older stock was deeper in profile or had more of it going on. But I would say that this has stayed really pretty consistent in terms of quality. Yeah. No, the quality's there. I think, you know, despite what what anyone says, the older stuff has a different profile, but they're both excellent. I, I don't consider it a slide in quality at all. Yeah, I don't it's think so either. A little, little different yeah. here and there. Yeah, I get like cocoa, caramel, and like a light, light cherry on the nose of this. Yeah, it's really lovely. I love the higher rye of it. Mm. I love it's just like. The quintessential perfect burn or heat, you know, on your tongue. Oh, it's very it's, well it's balanced. Just right, one on one, and it's they picked one on one because it, it, it's different, yeah. you know, because they yeah. just wanted to be different, and stand out. And I think With that's that availability awesome. and that price, I like. I challenge you. You show me something better. <laughs> you show me. The gauntlet has been thrown. I down. will believe you when you put it in front of me. <laughs> that's right. Seventeen that's right. to twenty dollars. Show me. Yeah. You can't do it. I mean, it's not going to be something new because something new is going to be craft and that's going to be four to five times more expensive. All right. Mm -hmm. Now, hold on a second, though. A craft bourbon made it onto my top 10 list. Okay. But was it 17 to $20 and did it taste like this? No. (laughs) And And no. no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not hating on craft bourbon. I'm just saying, like, we're talking about something. The defense. We're talking about something (sighs) mass produced that's widely available. Yeah. Because it's mass produced and widely available and they can afford to make it for make it be less. So right. yeah. the craft right. distilleries just can't compete on that level. And that's mm-hmm. not their fault. And that's why I don't think people should be like, wow, did I pay for that craft thing when I can have this thing? Well, you're, it's two different ways of looking at the bourbon industry. Like you're supporting a small business when sure. you, when you give them your money, you're voting with your dollars to say, I support the craft bourbon industry. Yeah. So would you say then that, that craft bourbons get severely overlooked? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, because I, there's not the familiarity, right? There's the price issue to mm. get over, and I think unfortunately, you know, some of the craft places don't, don't. I wouldn't say they do it wrong, but they do it in a way that their first release isn't quite ready. And so when you introduce right. a person to that, they're like, "Look, not 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 all of them, but they yep. have this experience where they're like, that just wasn't ready." Mm-hmm. And so is it in their minds always now that all craft bourbon is bad? Yeah, that's exactly where I was going to go. Track record. Track record. Yeah. So then they see they overlook all craft bourbon always because they had that one craft bourbon that they didn't enjoy. Mm-hmm. But you've got other places out there like New Riff, for example, that are doing it right. And mm-hmm. you're like, don't let your first experience. Just always go back and revisit things. It's like always. our biggest. Well, it yeah. just goes back again to my Wild Turkey story. If I hadn't gone back to Wild Turkey, to this day, I would still think I don't like it. So it's the same thing with craft distilleries. You know, revisit them. Give them some time. Or try different ones, Give you them know? some space. Let them grow. What Let yourself it? grow. <clears throat> it's funny that you say that, you know, you, it was... Funny how, like funny ha-ha? What am I, a clown? 
here to amuse you. Funny how? How am I funny? Your face is painted and you do have giant shoes on, but that's beside well, the point. That's your everyday. Yeah, that's my weekend wear. Get up. Um, that's his Saturday outfit. Yeah. I, I was going back um, and going back through the old, the old back catalog of It's Bourbon Night and watched your uh, Bourbon and Coke oh, flight man. fight. That was early. Good Lord. And there was something on there that you said you really, really liked. I can't remember what it was. But, like, now I don't think that you consider it one of your favorites. Was it Old Crow? No. It was the bourbon and Coke episode? That's what I picked for my bourbon and Coke was because it tasted familiar like it did in college because that's the type of bourbon I was ordering when mixed with Coke was, like, Old Crow. What were the four? It was Blanton's, Blanton's Makers, Old Crow, yeah. and... That's a great question. It's been... Two and a half years? I was going to say Almost it's Almost three? Yeah. yeah, two and a half years. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember what that fourth one was. I want to say it would probably be something, probably like a Knob Creek. We'd probably try to pick something like Middle Ooh, of the Road. Oh, I bet it was Knob Creek. Might have been. I don't know. But I know Let's Blanton's was quick. like the, the top shelf. Yeah, Blanton's was the top shelf. Maker's was like that quintessential everyone gets a Maker's and Coke. Like, yeah. they don't say give me a bourbon and Coke with Maker's. They say give me a Maker's, maker's and Coke. Oh, Bullet. Bullet. That was, the one, you, that was the one that you spoke the most highly of. Uh, is you were like, I just love Bullet. You know, it's really, really good. And now, I I mean, that's not really one that you... That's correct, not something that we would correct, say today. So our palates yeah. have definitely changed and grown over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, it just made me think of that. And I wanted to... No, that is completely a great point. Yeah, and that was probably... I may have even have been speaking out of... I perceive that I really like Bullet. Sure. But I haven't put it to the test yet. Yeah. I, I find it kind of hard to overcome some of that, like, oh, I don't really want to buy a bottle of that. I also think bottom shelf shaming comes in. Oh, a, totally. A lot. Totally. You know, like, I mean, eh, I'll, I would never spend less than $20 on a bourbon because I actually like good bourbon. It's something I could hear someone saying. It's definitely. You know, like, yeah. especially the $10 mark, because some of these are like, Around J. the ten dollar, yeah, you know, ten, twelve. JTS Brown, JW Dant. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they they are in that sweet spot of bottom shelf gems. I picked up a handle of the TW Samuels when I was up at Party Source a couple weeks ago because I saw it there. I was you like, can get it more around here now too. Oh no, but I was already up there and they had a really good price on it. Yeah. So I mean, it's a fantastic price for for a handle. I mean, twenty. It was like twenty. Twenty bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's like awesome. What? Scale that down to a fifth. That's probably like what a eleven dollar, twelve. Yeah, I was 12, gonna say 11, 11, 12 dollar bottle. So I mean, it's in the Crazy. same <laughs> echelon as Sarah's doing the empty glass motion. <laughs> well, let's do um, old fighting cock from old fighting cock. <laughs> let's do that. So the farther we get into these, the nope. more unruly he gets. The more, the Don't more mess with him. He drinks that old fighting cock. <laughs> Just just the impression starts spilling out. That's not even an impression. That's just some old crotchety he just, man. Well, he, it's That's an impression the old crotchety that man you inside made me. up. Yeah. Well, that's me. That's what you have to look forward to. Oh, great. In about, I'm going to say, five years. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I'm just going to pretend so not like, even that long from now, you're going to turn into... I'll just pretend like I've gone Grandpa deaf, Simpson. And then just wear some hearing aids. You know really, gonna, there'll be earplugs. You know you're going to turn into an old Jewish woman when you get old. No, I'm not. You never take me out dancing anymore. You never take me out dancing. 
Well, I'm too busy drinking the old fighting cack. What an odd couple you two will be when you get older. Someone yes. should make a show of that's it. That's what they'll say. The they'll call us the odd no coupling. Literally, I'll just keep hosting parties, and Chad will be like, "Why do we have to do this?" And <laughs> I'll make all like the food, and then people. he'll be happy about it eventually because he'll get to show off his bourbon collection. And then he'll do the old man voice, and everyone will be go home happy. It's true. That's what's really going to happen. Here, have some of this old fighting cack. So it's, he just wants to keep saying it. So this used to be age-stated. It used to be age-stated at six years. Yeah. It is a Heaven Hill product. And and 103 proof. Yes. And so it... I have, I have a question before we actually get into it. Question. Somebody... Now I'm going to name him. The Grease <laughs> okay. recently said that he thought that fighting cock... Was a weeded whiskey. I've never heard that before. I don't think it is. But do you I, really want to throw down with the grease? I bet there's You've seen him. <laughs> yes, I've seen him. If he's like, I do not want to throw. If he's down all with hopped up on 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 uh, what is it, crystal, crystal burgers? burgers. <laughs> I would not want to tango with him. Do not mess with the grease. I, I bet there's some type of website that we could go to. Don't mess with the grease. Don't mess with the grease.com and then type in <laughs> mash bill of fighting cock and we could probably solve this. Probably. Yeah. If only there were a way. If only mm. there were a device that could fit in, in your the pocket. palm of your hand, of your pocket. All right. I'll, ed- I'll edit it in and post then. Uh, yeah. Hi, Future Perry here, uh, editing in post to let you know that fighting cock is, in fact, not a weeded bourbon. It has a mash bill of 75% corn, 13% rye, and 12% malted barley. No, you won't. <laughs> You'll be listening to this back. Challenge accepted. You'll be listening to this back on iTunes and go, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I said I was going to do something. But you I don't think that I listen totally through to every didn't. single episode to when I review? Yeah, Chad, or them when fighting I edit words. It? Them fighting cock words. Also, suck it, Chad. <laughs> wow. All right. three proof. Anyway. Okay, so fighting cock. Anyway, what I was saying, too, is that earlier is that it falls under all of those categories of you know what should be something that we don't overlook you good yeah i'm good okay okay high proof yep cheap drinker yep pretty readily available so why does this fall under the oh i'd rather buy something else for me it would be their label um i agree it's not a pretty label it's see-through which I don't like the clear labels. I don't want to walk into a store and say, can you point me towards the fighting cock? <laughs> yeah, it could be it's the name. <laughs> it could be the bottle shape. It could be well, probably not the bottle shape because that's basically like. It's pretty standard. What wild turkey looks like almost. Um, or the old granddad. Any ones we've had tonight. Yeah. That's just kind of like your bottom shelf bottle shape. Uh, but I don't like the label. I think the proof is interesting. Probably scares some people away because they're like. Deal with a hundred, but a hundred and three, maybe even one hundred and one, but not a hundred and three. That sir is where I draw the line. Them are fighting backwards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have to draw the line somewhere. And one hundred and three is where some people do. Mm. It's a, arbitrary, but a it land, works for them. A, a line in the sand <laughs> or a land. Whatever works for them. That's what I would say. I don't know what. What, what do y'all think? I mean, I already. I also don't like the label. And I already expressed how I feel about walking into a store and saying <laughs> that. So, well, it is a bottom shelfer. You see, this on the bottom shelf. It is. Yeah. yeah. Was I, this around? What do you think? Fifteen dollars. I think it's actually closer to twenty. 
Oh, jeez. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Sixteen ninety nine, seventeen. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. I think that the reason that I pass this up, it is, just kind of okay. Like it's not anything that I really. So you pass up because of previous experience. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh and well, that weighs into mine too. Yeah, I mean it's. You know, I, I guess we probably should have established this earlier, but it's not just, you know, I'm overlooking it because it's ugly on the shelf. I'm overlooking it because I've had it before, and I just don't think that it's that Yeah, good. I mean, we bought it probably the first time for our big fly fight, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, would have been like, oh, eventually, because I want to eventually try everything, but it's like, ah. It smells like nutty corn syrup. Tastes like nutty corn syrup. It tastes does smell candy-ish, yeah. Swedish, yeah. Like Not also, but, but like cornflakes, but like really sugary yeah. cornflakes. Frosted also flakes, yeah. Nutty. Frosted flakes is excellent. It, yes, it that is an excellent um, descriptor. It just tastes kind of young, you know. And and having had it when it was age stated, you know, I I at least know the difference between. I feel like that is ever. Though. I feel like the ratios are out of whack. Like this isn't so the taste profile for a 103. Like Mm-mm. maybe it does not feel like if it's this age or this mash bill or what from this part of the warehouse or you know whatever those uh, variables are, maybe it's like 86 proof or 90 proof or something. But I don't know if 103 is exactly where it should be. Right. I, I, I mean, I agree. I don't think it reads like a 103 when you're drinking it either. It just seems the, the, what you get from the proof and what you're getting from the, the te- you know, just like the palate, just seem disconnected. It doesn't yeah. seem cohesive. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. But I don't think it's all that bad. Like, it's not terrible. And, and for 15 bucks, I actually think it's not a bad purchase. I don't think it is either. No. Um, I, I would rather have... Wild Turkey 101 for a couple dollars more. I would, but too. that's just me. I would, too. Yes. It, again, is just very okay to me. It is adequate. It I'm going to say, I think it's more okay than the Evan Williams was. You like the Evan Williams better? No, I like this a little bit better. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I Sorry. feel like that's the proof speaking to you. Okay, you're team. probably right. I probably do like that there is a proof to it. Yeah. No, it's good. I get, I get a little bit of brittle out of it. I do too, actually. No, yeah. that was what I was just picking up as you were putting mm-hmm. it down. <laughs> you picking up what I'm putting down? <laughs> yeah, I think you got to get two or three, you know, drinks of this, and that starts to kind of come out. Yeah, but the sugary cornflakes, I think, are what are kind of the, the that predominant. That was predominant on the beginning. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. Sure. Um, You're I mean, welcome. even a couple, <laughs> even a couple sips in, I'm still kind of finding that to be mm-hmm. what so I, frosted what I flakes more. Sugary cornflakes yeah, are frosted, frosted, I mean, flakes. frosted flakes. Yeah, frosted flakes. Yeah. I said sugary cornflakes, but I meant like cornflakes when you put sugar over them so that the sugar all floats to the bottom of your bowl and you can scrape it out at the end. No one else. Oh, okay. Yeah. No one did that. Trick. More work. More work than I'm Ooh. willing to do with delicious. my cereal. Too much. Work. I mean, now I can't believe anyone ever let me do that, but it was delicious. <laughs> no wonder I was a fat kid. Now I have diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> diabetes. I'm Milford Brimley. Diabetes. That's gonna have to get cut too. No, we're not. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Did this make it in? Are you hearing this on the radio? <laughs> on the podcast? The longer app? you talk, the more likely it is to get cut, Chad. So, but Don't. that noise is the one <laughs> part that's getting left in. <laughs> <laughs> it's just normal thoughts, and then. <laughs> so I think what you know to kind of wrap this up before we get into the review. 
there are good things out there that you probably are overlooking. And I think that the, you know, I don't know who it is that coined the phrase, but drink, drink curious. Try stuff that you might not um, think you like or have tried in the past and you're like, eh, about. Um, take a risk, you know? I mean, I felt like I was taking a risk with New Riff mm. when I, and, and Wilderness Trail as well. Oh, yeah. Um, Especially Wilderness Trail because they're a little more expensive than yeah, New Yeah, Riff. definitely. Exactly. But it, it was a risk that paid off. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, because we, we've all been burned on that $50 bottle of something, and it's just like... Yeah. <sighs> it makes you question the reason why you're doing this, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. It makes you question why other people are doing it. Right. So, uh, what what are some of your uh, your overlooked bourbons? Let me know on uh, on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Uh, hit me up at my bourbon pod. I'd love to you know know what some of those are that you've overlooked before and maybe have gone back to and found that you actually really do enjoy it or um, are willing to give a second chance to. So, go do that. And uh, I think do that it. I think that brings us to our review for the episode. And uh, we're we're bumping down in proof a little bit. But that's okay. This is. Um, but that's okay. That's because I'm good enough. I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. You was kind. You was kind. You, you was smart. smart. You, you is important. important. No, that's not what I was doing. So this is something that I have never ever had or bought before. Yeah, a little Corner Creek action. I've ne- yeah, it's Corner Creek Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, which they make in a one seven five. They do. Yeah. Um, I have. I mean, actively looked over this multiple times. You passed it over. I have. Why? Because I didn't know anything about it. Is it the label? Is it the... No, I kind of like the label. I think it has a nice, like, you know, it, like, it looks like, classy look It looks like it. there needs to be a wine in there. It needs to either it be white or red. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's a, a, a red wine-ish yeah. label. That should, that should um, be red in there. 88 proof. It's... Distilled, aged, and bottled in Kentucky. Bottled by a Corner Creek Distillery Company in Crestwood, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Now, where is Crestwood, Kentucky? Oldham County. Where is Oldham County? It's towards Louisville. Okay. Yeah, All right. It's where the Kentucky Artisan Distillery gotcha. is. Who makes uh, High Spire and some Jefferson stuff and uh, so on and so forth. Okay. Well, first part of the review... The paper around the label sucks. <laughs> so don't buy it. Yeah. Avoid it at all costs. How did... <laughs> like, some of it came off, but not all of it that needed to for me to actually so get it. So it is like it. a wine bottle. <laughs> that happens all the time with wine bottles with me. <sighs> is it a cork or is it a... I think it's a cork. It's a cork. It's a cork. But it's... Yeah, okay. Hey. Oh, it's a real cork, it's too. It's a real cork. Good for them. Now, this is, I want to say, around $30? Exactly thirty dollars. Twenty nine ninety nine ninety five. I think that was another reason why I you overlooked it. I typically like, would overlook it is because it is a leap. <clears throat> it's a lower proof. It's non age stated. And jack I, about it. I didn't know a thing about it. At thirty dollars, I was like, well, I could I could buy you know a bottle of Turkey One Hundred One and then you know J W Dan for that kind of money. Preach. Um, See, I but, think a lot of people when they go in the in the bourbon aisle is they're they're kind of like, I want to spend thirty dollars. Do we want to do the Glencairns or do we want to do Norland? 
Oh, Ooh. doesn't matter to me. Do you want to go to New Orleans? Yeah, sure. We've not actually it. reviewed anything on the show in the New Orleans glass yet. So. But I think they're like, you know, I have $30 to spend. I think that's a safe range. Some people feel like if they spend enough money, they're not going to get something that tastes bad. You know? So they're like, I'm going to spend $30. I already know what Woodford tastes like. So <laughs> uh, here's something I haven't tried yet. Uh, I so hope this tastes a, good for $30. Actually, you know, that I've... I probably tried this about two or three. I I I tried this pre. It's bourbon night. So that means I was still kind of cutting my teeth, and I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna get Woodford. I've already tried that. I'm not gonna get Knob Creek Small Batch. I've already had that. Oh, Corner Creek sounds like Knob Creek. <laughs> about the same price. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit more expensive. Uh, I'll give this a try." And I think that's honestly why I picked it up the first time. Yeah. So you have bought a bottle of it. Yes, before. I've had two bottles. I think my current one is unopened. But you liked it enough to... I liked it enough back then. Yeah. Now with the 88 proof, it's going to be harder for me. But back then, so this would have been, let's say, four years ago for the sake of the story. You know, 88, 90 to 100 proof, that was kind of where I was living. So... Um, at the time, I thought it was was decent. Now, yeah. th- since it's non-age stated, they could have dropped age. They could have done a number of things to change it, or have my taste just evolved. Let's find out. Honestly, let's. The nose is really enjoyable. It's a little um, apricot kind of peach. Okay, that's what it's the peach. That's what I was picking up that I couldn't banana. Ish, like someone to borrow a Sarah's phrase, someone's next door saying the word banana. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's interesting. Oh, I get something very unique, and I'm really trying to put my finger on it. <sighs> yeah, I get that it's like a smoky apricot, like someone put a smoky, smoky. apricot in a yeah, cocktail yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like slapped it across the face with an apricot. Honestly, though, there is a little, there is something in it that I'm not terribly fond of, and it smells a little sweaty. <laughs> There's a little bit of locker room in there. Yeah, yeah. A little locker room. Not talk. like not like stinky socks or anything, but it does have that kind of lingering. I, I think it's just generic funk, maybe. That's kind of like a salty funk. General funk. General funk. <laughs> general funk. I love that. Yeah, yeah gotcha. Yeah, I think it's I think it's fine. It like it doesn't turn me away from yeah. wanting to to try it by any means. It it's one of those noses where I don't know what to expect from the taste. You know? Yeah. No, I have so. no idea what's going to come out of this, but I guess let's find out though. Let's find out. No, it's about like the nose. Yeah. I wonder if it is Kentucky Artisan Distillery because this does taste like Jefferson's. It does taste eyes. a little like Jefferson's, yeah. Um, I get that apric- that smoky apricot still yeah. a little, but I also get a little raspberry, mm-hmm. which is weird. There's something kind of bacony about it as well, like a light, a very light, mm. savory kind of flavor. There's too. Bacon yeah, fat. an aftertaste yeah. in the finish of um, more like what it smells like after you cook. And like a cast iron skillet. Yeah, like it's been hanging around for a little bit. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. 
honestly, I'm not upset by it. It just does kind of seem like you're left wanting a little bit more. It's one of those you where know? you're like, oh, I wonder what this would taste like if they turned it up. Yeah. You know? Agreed. It has some interesting flavors that I wouldn't describe as normal. <laughs> if you like a sweeter profile, though, I think this is totally up your alley. It is sweet. You know? For sure. Um, You know, it. I saw somebody recently... Ooh shared an image of a um a bourbon that was it and it's not a finished bourbon it's not like a um not like uh, american honey or anything but it's being marketed specifically towards women <laughs> as you know like the the woman's like it's 80 like per, pen, it's, pens but for women sure yeah you ever see those no what? they're yeah. like wait what what oh it's see, like pink and yeah yeah it's yeah. like the is it Gillette makes pens or yeah Whatever, but they would make like pens for women. They're fun colors and they have a soft grip because it's so hard to write as a woman. I mean, you can barely write as it is <laughs> because you're a woman. You well, better have a soft. Uh, anyway, so bourbon for yeah. women. Tell please, me more about please this. Please, people understand that that was parody and that oh, was that was complete parody. Yes, that was that was complete parody. That was you know us. We're very sarcastic, but. Um, no, but I mean, like, seriously, how are you going to tell me it's a bourbon for women when my I, I myself like it 130 comes in a, something proof, <laughs> like 130 proof? It comes Eliza in a it comes in a bottle shaped like a bookers. kitchen. Oh, oh Chad! No. Oh, no. Lord. Also, <laughs> also parody. Parody. <laughs> it's parody it's, on the Perry podcast. I just wonder if it was marketed towards somebody who would like a sweeter profile, maybe or a lighter profile in a. Honestly, this is ra- reminding me of a recent sherry cask finished bourbon that we tried. Disagree. <gasps> Not that one. Oh, okay. Which one are you talking about? Do you know what it is? I'm guessing it's not the, the Master's Keep. Nope. Okay, that's what I thought you were talking about. Uh-uh. That's why I was like, disagree. Sherry cask. <gasps> no, it's not that. No, it's not that bad. Okay, that just bad. tell me. Town Branch Sherry Cask finish. Oh, it's okay. reminiscent. Reminiscent. Of, well, it's got that. It's got that peach that you get on the nose, but it takes a slump. Like I don't know. The more I drink it, the less I'm liking it. Me too. Usually something grows. Oh, on I me, think so too. The more I yeah. sip it, but this is fading. Well, the the way that I notice that is that you know what I typically find is that the further I get into sipping it, the more the holes kind of start getting filled. Right. It's like, you know, it, it, it's a very specific reaction to mm-hmm. figuring out those flavors. And now it's just like there is nothing else that I can find aside from what I did in the first couple of sips. Right. A little one note. <clears throat> a little bit. Sarah's, Sarah's going with the... It's a little grassy. It's a little thin. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a little a lot of things. <laughs> it's a little bit of a lot of things. I would still say, like a little though, bit of Monica in your life? Yeah, a little bit of... Erica? Erica. By your side. By my side. A little bit of... Jessica. Is all I need. A That's little bit of... That's not goes, but it's okay. I thought okay. it was Rita. I thought Rita. Rita came next. Or Lita. Yeah, yeah, there's more. <laughs> Definitely. It's a little bit Mambo number five. <laughs> yeah. In a glass. Does he ever actually say... By Lou say Vega. Mambo number... Yeah, he says in the very beginning. He goes, Mambo number five. And, and then the song that's starts. the only time. I'm pretty Doom. sure. I don't know. Dumb. Bum, 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 bum. Copyright strike. <laughs> and now I have to take down the entire podcast. Thank you. Songs yes. that well. will not be played at our wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Neither so, will the margarina. The margarina? 
The Macarena. He was trying to say the Margaritaville and the Macarena at the same time. The macaroni dance. That macaroni dance won't, wait, be, wait, wait. won't be played at my wedding. Chad, say Massachusetts. Damn it, Sarah. <laughs> no. Say it. No. The Massachusetts? No. Say Massachusetts. No. He won't say it. Massachusetts. <laughs> Rude house. That's not how you say Massachusetts. I know. I can't say Massachusetts. <laughs> I can't say it, okay? <laughs> okay, well... As people probably know if you've listened to the show before, but if not, uh, we have a review system of nose palette, finish, and price. Oh. And each category is out. <laughs> Dang it. Let me get on my phone. It sounded like the life was being ripped from you for a second. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Never pull fleshy pieces. No, no, no. Blech. 2019, <laughs> it's in the books. All right. Um, no, nose palette, finish, and price. Each category is out of five, and then we tally everything up for a total out of 20. So... Sarah, I'm, I can keep track of your score if you want to. What's the price? $30. I got it in my head. All right, cool. So who wants to go first? Well, I'm still doing mine, so not me. Okay, <laughs> I mean, nose. We can go, go category by category if you want. <clears throat> Let's do that. Nose, I'm going to give it a 1.5. Oof, okay. Sorry, I'm not impressed. I gave it, I gave it a 2. I, I thought the nose was... You know, you had some hope. Yeah, I didn't have much. <laughs> there was hope. some hope, but in there that was nose. a little hope. I gave it a two point five. Ooh, okay. I thought it was really interesting. Um, it's definitely different from anything that I've ever smelled before on a on a nose. Hmm, so um, I'm just being harsh. No, I don't think so at all. It's just, <laughs> I I just, you know, I thought it was really inviting. That sweet profile. It's not necessarily something that I gravitate towards, but I just thought that it was interesting for a. Um, for a nose. What about the what about the palette though? Also a one point five for me. Woof. I actually echo that at a one point five. Did okay. not like. Okay. I I'm gonna give it a two. Okay. Because I still found again like there to be some really interesting things going on, but the fact that it didn't elevate itself the more that I drank it. Yeah, and we're actually on the same. You took it down point five. I took it down point five. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, finish, though, I don't think there's really any to speak of, is there? Mm-mm. I mean, I gave it a generous 1.3. <laughs> Just because I felt bad giving it a 1. Yeah. Honestly, I'm going to give it a 1, though. Okay. I'm also in the 1 boat. All right. Yeah. I mean, I could... I'll stick with my 1.3, but I could obviously be... <laughs> coaxed into yeah. that one. Um, look, price. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a one point five. Agreed. Same Z's. Like there are other things that you can get that are better. But I mean, shoot, if you could still find a McKenna ten year for around thirty bucks, uh-huh. like I would much rather. have Well, you that. could almost buy two bottles of Wild Turkey one hundred and one if they're sixteen, right? Sixteen twenty nine a total of wine. <laughs> I mean, I. I've conceded the fact, though, that, like, I'm going to be paying more for McKenna at this point. Yeah. Like, if I see it for $35, $40. Fine. It doesn't really bother that. But the $10 difference between that and this, I mean, there's no question. I would rather yeah. pay the $10 more. Oh, no yeah. contest. But if you only have $30 to spend, 
I would rather get like a bottle of wild turkey and a bottle of Evan Williams 1783. Well, hell, I'd rather get Knob Creek small batch. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. For 25? Elijah Craig small batch. Knob Creek small batch. That's like 30. Is it 30? Yeah. Okay. Elijah Craig small batch. Oh, uh, at, at 27? 20, at, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. All Larceny, day. Buffalo All Trace, day, Eagle son. Rare. $22 for <laughs> Larceny? If you can find it. If you can find it. Eagle Let's Rare for 30? things now. Uh, Buffalo Trace for 25? I already said that. Oh, you did? Okay. <laughs> Again, I don't listen to you. I know. Uh, Hell, Heaven Hill Green Label Six Year, which you can still get in Kentucky for $11. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 13. Give me three so, of those almost. So we all say 1.5. Yeah. yeah. Which gives me a total score of oh, 5.5. Oh, the math. Oof. Out of 20, that's a say. Um, fail. Yeah, I, I'm i at a uh, 6.5 out of 20. I'm a 6.3. <laughs> it's, look, is this the best thing I've ever had? Absolutely not. But I definitely encourage is people to... Is it the to worst s- thing you've ever had? Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. That goes to the, um, I'm not going to say it, Um, (laughs) but this is definitely something that somebody who likes a sweeter profile gravitate towards. I would say this is a not quite as, uh, I don't think I should say that. Never mind. I think I'm going to leave that in, though. Okay, fine. (laughs) Chad working through his thoughts. Anyway, (laughs) that's our review of Corner Creek. That's fine. Maybe maybe drink something. It's a bourbon. But it's if you like sweet things, that's for you. So that wraps up the review, but it brings us into... Oh, damn it. (laughs) Tips and bits. Tips and bits, where we provide recommendations for things for you to go check out. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll go last. Okay, I'll I'll go first if I if I need to. I have been binging a podcast called Ooh Spooky, Ooh, um, spooky. where three comedians read from a book called Mysteries of the Unexplained and just rip on it, and it's hilarious because usually the mysteries are not good um, or don't make any sense. Um, I would definitely go check it out. It's Ooh spelled O O O H. And then spooky, S P W O K Y, and I, I mean, like I have been listening to it like it's my job. Nice, recently. Nice. Um, Someone please pay Perry to listen to this podcast. Yes, please. It's his job now. <laughs> I mean, I do need one. Oh, well, I wasn't <laughs> going there. No, nah, it's all good. Um, but also, I, I'll recommend this because I'm about to be on this podcast, and you guys have been on it as well. Um, Harry Potter and the Half Drunk Podcast. There you go. Uh, that's right. Her friend Sam. Yeah. And her friend Emily. And uh, it's all Harry Potter based, but they also bring in some alcohol, drink, right? Drink, drink some drink some goodness on there as yeah. well. We're gonna do um, bourbon butter beer Ooh. on mine. That's right. She showed me so, the recipe. It looks really good. It looks I'm, real I'm really good. excited I wanna, for I wanna it. Try some Man, of this, I so. would. I love her. We might She's just swing fantastic. by her house to try Can a little butterbeer. Yeah, let's just swing by and grab you guys a want to come? Butterbeer. <laughs> just come on. Like, please come on. please we'll welcome to the show, see. Perry. They'll be like, and, and Chad and Sarah. <laughs> We're here, too. We We're love butterbeer. We're here, too. Yeah. Um, anyway, those are my tips and bits. Do you guys, okay. have you guys worked yours out yet? Or? I've got, I've actually, I think I've worked some out. I have out. one. You go ahead. Do you want to go? Okay, I'll go. Uh, continuing with your 
Well, actually, it's not because it's a YouTube show, not a podcast. But um, <laughs> I, I, don't, I may have already done this one before, so that's why I'll do two. I think I've already me- recommended this, but Hot Ones. Oh, uh, you have recommended that in the past. Oh, okay. yeah, we've talked about it before, too. Then, fine. Uh, but Hot Ones is uh, First We Feast on YouTube, and they interview people while like, they're eating increasingly hot uh, spicy wings. Which is a great concept. Such a great concept. It's it. funny, though, that you say that it's not a podcast, but they do have a podcast version of it. Oh, no doubt, because their shows are like 20, 25 minutes. So yeah, but they, ex- they extend the interviews. Mm, or they, they offer the extended interviews oh, of it. I um, did not know that. They do not advertise that on the videos. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh-oh, what was my second? Dad. <laughs> Got it. You want to uh, think about it? Uh, Ramp. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, well, sorry, Chad. Um, but what I've been watching lately and have just finished was Homecoming, um, the TV show with Julie Roberts on Amazon. Mm. You! Literally, Chad and watch I make that. a list, so many lists of shows, and where he's like, oh, I want to watch that with you, too. Oh, I want to watch that with you, too. We never sit down and watch I, shows together, I, ever. Yep. So I was like, I've been saying this since before Christmas, and now I'm going to watch it by myself. <laughs> so I did. And I have to say, like, coming from a video background, like, not a as a producer, not a videographer, they use video in the angles and, like, structure in such a very cool way of really? storytelling. Yes, it's really interesting. I highly recommend it. I think it's really and good. And what's it on? Um, it's on Amazon. Yeah, Amazon Prime, if you have it. Uh, it's okay. on there. It's it's quite good. Also, the marvelous Miss Maisel. Yes, that was mine last week love, too. Love, yeah. love, love the Second new season. Second season was amazing, oh, awesome, and she just won a Golden Globe. Did she really? Yeah, she won so, Golden oh, Globe yeah, for did. best so comedy. Now the show has won awards in two different seasons. It has I think that's, that's true. Yeah, she won for best comedy actress. <clears throat> yeah, I think for best amazing. actress in a comedy series. But I mean, excellent. I echo. It was either Swan or Curtis's last week of the Warble. Oh yes, that, and I think that's good. I've actually come to enjoy Curtis. that very much. Yeah, yeah. Oh um, really? Yeah. <laughs> mine, and tell me if I've said this already. I <laughs> recommended this already, but uh, pitch meetings from Screen Rant on no, YouTube. You've not, no, you've never. You've seen not. That. But, oh, right. But I do know what you're talking about, and yeah. those are so funny. If you <laughs> dislike, not, here we go. If you dislike a movie or a show or something, they have over a hundred videos. Go to Screen Rant on YouTube and... Uh, is it like making fun of how this movie got pitched? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, exactly that it's a pitch awesome. meeting. It's a pitch meeting. And then a bunch of dummies sitting around being like, yeah, that sounds no, like a No, it's actually good idea. one guy. The same guy plays the studio exec- executive and the guy who wrote the script. And uh, they just do it on green screen back and forth. You know, he wears glasses in one and he doesn't wear glasses in the <laughs> other. And uh, so if ever you don't like a movie and you want to be like backed up on that thought... If they've done a pitch meeting about it, go watch it. And you'd be like, see, I knew why. I, this is the reason why I didn't like this. I think so I sent you the version of The, the Last from Jedi. From The Last Jedi, yeah. Which and I've watched it, and it made me dislike that movie see, a little bit. Not that <laughs> that gives me any it's joy. It's so funny, though. But it kind of I, I get so much enjoyment out of that. Yeah. Um, anyway. But that it's it's an amazing... And people love it. You know, They've really latched onto it, so that's an amazing... Um, I would know, actually like to go watch thing that on now. the YouTubes. While Perry does this Butterbeer podcast. Butterbeer. The Butterbeer podcast. <laughs> Maybe we can get you guys over there. I don't know. You know how Sam is. I do. <laughs> we do. I don't know that. I, I said that like I know Very her welcoming. super well, but, you know, I don't know. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Anywho, that's our tips and bits. That's tips and bits for tips this week. Tips and bits. Um, 
Chad and Sarah, thank you for being on. Our pleasure. In Thanks the, for having us. In the new Bourbon Room studio. I love the Bourbon Room studio. I it's great. love it One of it my too. new favorite places. Mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time up here yesterday because Lucy wasn't home, and mm. I'll probably do the same later tonight. Anyway. Um, you need a little TV right here. Yeah, so I can play video games. Yeah, <laughs> this will just be your man cave. Mm-hmm. Uh, where can people find you all on social media? It's all, it's Bourbonite. That is Bourbonite on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and Twitter. YouTube.com slash Bourbonite. But we also have. We also have WhiskeyAmbitions.com, which is the home of our merchandise and apparel. Um, New things coming all the time. And you can Mm -hmm. find our Amazon influencer page. It's Amazon.com slash shop slash Bourbonite. If you want to find the little goodies that we use on our show, we keep all that stuff on a nice little list for you. Boom. There you go. Well, if you want to follow us on social media, it's at my bourbon pod. Again, uh, let me know what are some overlooked bourbons that you have. Um, I'd be happy to check those out, chat with you about that. Uh, let's see what else. If you have questions or comments, send me an email. This is my bourbon shop at gmail.com. Um, I'm always checking that, so I'd be happy to chat with you there as well. Uh, YouTube.com slash this is my bourbon podcast. Every Thursday night, I'm doing live streams uh, where I do lots of peri pours. Uh, and yeah. people encourage me to do lots of peri pours. And we occasionally pop in and say hi. Yes, <laughs> yes, you all are there from time to time as well. Uh, bourbonshop.threadless.com is where you can find all of my apparel and merchandise and accessories as well. There's a free shipping promotion going on right now. I can't remember the code, but I'll put it in the description uh, below. It's, it's, it's peri pours. <laughs> it's all, yeah. It's peripores.com. It's all, um, we'll get you drunk. Oh man. <laughs> it's all new year based, I think. I can't I can't remember for sure. Uh let's see, what else do I do here? Uh five star rate and review on iTunes, please. That really helps other people find the show, as well as you letting people know that the show exists and trying to get them to listen in as well. Uh, I think that about does it. Oh, live show too in April. Get live your show? tickets. And we uh, both got the Patreons. Oh, the Patreon, too. Patreon.com slash This Is My Bourbon Podcast. Patreon.com um, slash This Bourbon Night. As little as a dollar a month for both of us, you can mm-hmm. come and hang out. And, Join in uh, on the conversation. There's been really good communities on both of our parts. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're getting uh, exclusive content from us as well. Uh, bonus podcast every single month. Um, got a new one coming up soon that I'm not going to talk too much about in public because... <laughs> It is very specifically. It's for patrons only. For, yeah, it's it's just for patrons. Um, yeah, that about does it. Chad and Sarah, thank you guys so much for being on. Our pleasure. Thank you, Perry. Of course. As always, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. Uh, I'll see you next week, but until then, I'm Perry, and this is my bourbon podcast. Mm-hmm.